This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. So today I want to talk about why intuition is your biggest gift and your superpower and how you can really use intuition in your business. So I've seen this in action so many times in my own life and also with my clients. I've had the privilege to work with many very powerful, very high profile, very successful visionary entrepreneurs. And for those guys, their intuition, their gut feel, their sense of what's possible is really what guides their businesses. And also conversely, interestingly, what I've also observed is sometimes when those businesses get too big and too logical and too structured, too normal, if you like, too corporate, then they start to lose that magic. They start to lose that intuition because the business starts to become a machine. It starts to become so logical that we can only do the pieces that we can understand. And that's never where visionary entrepreneurs play. That's not where the power is. That's not where the magic happens, right? And I've said this before that I think there are two ways of really being in business and building businesses. One is a traditional way where you, you know, you analyze the market and you look for the gap and you try and find something that the world needs out there. And, you know, you see, think it will make money and you're good at it. And then you sit down with someone and you write a business plan and you map it all out and you do it like that. And then you work bloody hard to deliver it. Right. And then you recruit people when you can afford it and it moves like that. And it's perfectly possible to create a very successful business doing it that way. For me, though, I mean, you can tell even when I talk about it, it doesn't have that magic and that energy in it. You know, my ambition for us all in business is that we do things that light us up. We do things that feel amazing. We do things that, you know, where I cannot wait to get to work, where it feels like fun, where I love my clients. I cannot wait to get on the phone to my clients. I cannot wait to create the next thing that we're creating in the business. Why wouldn't we create business that way? And something else that you'll have heard me say before, if you listen to this podcast regularly, is that all the best decisions that I've made in my life, and certainly the biggest decisions that I've made in my life and business, have been counter-logical. <laughs> Very intuitive, but counter-logical, right? So, you know, you cannot make big decisions from a place of logic. It doesn't work. Because when you try and make a decision from a place of logic or pros and cons, I never make decisions from pros and cons. because you know, your brain is going to tell you the reasons why not. And you're creating from what is. You're going, well, this is what I've got now. And if I get five more clients, I'm going to end up here. Or I want to earn another 50 grand a month. So I'm going to bring in another five or 10 clients, whatever your rate is, right? And then I'm going to build it that way. And you can do that. And you can also create something where 100 grand comes in tomorrow, you know, without doing it that logical way. And I want to talk about this today because, you know, I'm a deeply intuitive person. 
And that really comes out in my work with clients and organizations. You know, within minutes of meeting an organization or a client, I can feel what the thing is that needs to happen. I understand them intuitively. And it's one of the gifts that I have where when I sit with a new client, they start telling me about the business and where it's at and what they would like to change and where they're going to. And it's like I can just let all this information flood through my system And then I say to them, okay, so this is where you are. This is the movement that needs to happen. And honestly, there's often a bit of a sort of shocked silence in the room because they believe they're in the system, right? So they believe that the problem is complex and unique to them. So when I say it simply and say, look, this is the thing, that unless you get this moving, nothing else will happen. I've literally had clients say to me, how did you get that about our business so quickly? How did you even distill that? Like, you know, how does that even happen? And it happens because I'm able to be deeply intuitive. And that also happens with my individual clients. You know, I say to my clients often, you know, I don't mean this in a negative way, but when they're talking to me about all the stuff, I'm not really interacting with the stuff. I'm feeling into it. I'm sensing, I'm connecting to a bigger energetic, a bigger potential for them and the world and our connection together and all of those things. And I'm coaching from there. And it's it's not just coaching, actually. It's a very intuitive, powerful, energetic process that I go through with people. So, and I've always been intuitive, but I didn't always bring it to the fore. You know, I didn't trust that intuition enough. I second guess myself. I let the beliefs that I had about myself as a child and growing up impact on me. I let that feeling of not enough and not good enough stop that intuition from really coming to the fore. But what I found, and I know this is true, and this is true for all my clients. I don't know how many clients I've worked with in a group setting and individually over the last 17, 18 years. But I can tell you that when we build our self-confidence, when we trust ourselves, when we trust others, when we give our intuition free reign, amazing things happen, you know? So I think we know this, you know, we see people who operate from here and especially if you're building your own business or you work in a more entrepreneurial, maybe a founder led business, then it will make sense to you. If you work in a bigger organization, a bigger corporation, a more traditional business, this may not be given the same level of importance and the same permission to drive the business from here. So just feel into it as I'm talking about it. You know, in your work, wherever you are, whether you're employed or you're an entrepreneur, where does intuition play into your life and business? And are there places in your life where you let intuition have free reign? And places where you don't, you know, places where you trust yourself and places where you don't, because it's really interesting to look at that. And what I found for myself, honestly, is sometimes I found it harder to trust myself in building my business than I do, certainly than I do when I'm with my clients, because when I'm with my clients, it's about them and not me. And I'm so confident in my ability as a coach. I'm so confident I can create transformation with people and open up that bigger energetic space that my intuition is completely free. I've also, you know, in the last five years or so, really maximized this intuition in my personal life, you know? And, you know, I've told many stories about this before, but 
I recently had COVID. If you listen to the last podcast, I still had COVID. <laughs> I'm very quirky on that on that episode. And it was really interesting having COVID because it just made me stop. And it made me reflect on the last five or six years while I was going through a divorce and setting up on my own as a single parent, running a business, looking after my daughter, all of those things. And I literally, I was lying in bed one day going, I don't know how I even did that. I don't even know what made me feel that that was possible. And, you know, in the process of going through that divorce, which is a deeply challenging and healing journey, if you accept it as such, you know, I believe, as you'll know, if you've listened to other episodes in this podcast, that everything happens for a reason. And I don't regret my divorce at all, both because I know it was the right thing. Intuitively, I knew it was the right thing. And also because it challenged and stretched me in ways that I just couldn't even imagine. I mean, there were days in that process when I was on my knees where I just thought, I cannot do it. I cannot turn this around. I just, it felt hopeless at times, honestly. And yet, you know, in those hopeless moments when I just allowed the tears to flow, when I just allowed myself to be in that moment and allow all the emotion and all the feelings and all the despair sometimes to come out. There was always another bit of me that intuitively knew I was doing the right thing, that intuitively knew and trusted myself that I could make it work. And so I find a lot in my life, and I was talking about challenges in the last episode, which I would really check out. It, I, I feel like it's a very personal share for me, the last episode around challenges. I realized that I hold this dual perspective a lot. I'm both in the situation and I'm outside of the situation. And it's always the outside perspective, my bigger intuition, my bigger knowing that guides what I do, you know? And that inner knowing is like way ahead, further down the line than your brain can ever be, you know? It's like the logic catches up with the inner knowing, if that makes sense. So, you know, when I wanted to move to Bournemouth, which is where I live now, I really didn't understand why. I knew I wanted to live near the sea. I just had more and more this sense of having to live near the sea really got strong for me. But I didn't know all the pieces. I didn't know that I was going to make amazing friends here. I didn't know that life would feel so different here, that I would be so much more relaxed here. I didn't know that I was going to live in a much greater sense of community than I ever had before. You know, I, I got a sense of what it would do for my daughter to put her into a an alternative schooling system, but I couldn't have guessed or really felt the amazing change that it would create in her and how different she is today than she was when she was in mainstream education. And she was amazing in mainstream education, by the way. You know, she was on expectation for everything. She did well logically and academically. But now I see her having blossomed. I couldn't have really predicted that. I just had an intuitive sense of it. You know, I have walked away from big jobs in my business that logically it would be like, you know, if you stayed working for that organization, you could have made a lot of money. But I just intuitively couldn't do it because I knew that it wasn't my path. I knew that my energy wasn't there. And one of the things I know now about following your intuition, following your energy, is that it powers everything up, you know? So when you follow your intuition, when you follow your energy, it's like things happen in hyperspeed. 
So this has been one of my big ongoing journeys, actually, in this space, is to be able to trust my intuition, is to give myself the space to do things that I love that raise my energy. So again, you know, this is counterintuitive if you've been brought up in this, you know, must work hard, must put the hours in kind of mentality that I was brought up in. That, you know, walking my dog on the beach every day for an hour, which I do, you know, virtually every day, gives me so much energy. And I have many of my brilliant ideas when I'm on the beach, walking my dog, not properly thinking about things or not actively engaging my brain in things, right? And more than that, it makes me feel so happy and energized and, you know, full of energy for the challenges that come. And so I've been really playing with this intuitive sense in my business. And I really noticed the difference. It's like chalk and cheese. That if I don't allow myself to do those things that give me energy, that give me access to my intuition, that, you know, really fire me up, then my energy goes low and everything in my business slows down. It's like a direct correlation nowadays. And the more that you tune into your energy, the more pure you are, the more you'll find that you see a direct correlation between your energy and your intuition and who you are being and what happens in your business. So what's the temptation, right, is to, you know, get tired, start to work harder, and then things start to slow down because the energy's not right. And then you think, oh my God, I've got to get some money and so I've got to work harder. So then you put more hours in and then your energy gets lower and it's this terrible cycle. And I've been in this cycle, you know, in a number, you know, on many occasions in my life, really. And I knew I got there before I had COVID in the last few weeks. I knew my energy was low. I just knew I wasn't firing on all cylinders in the way that I could, right? And lo and behold, my immune system was low. My energy was low. My emotional resilience was low. And I caught COVID. Now, could I have done things a different way? Yes. Would have that meant I might not have got COVID? Yes, I really believe that. And, you know, again, everything happens for a reason. And COVID gave me a reset. It made me stop, you know, and this is what the universe does. If you don't listen, if you go against your intuition, your emotional intelligence, your gut feel, your body, your energy in your body, then you will find that the universe will stop you. It will just stop you in your tracks. And that's what happened to me. And interestingly, you know, I couldn't eat very much. I couldn't even stomach something like caffeine, which again, I'd got into this habit of having coffee every day, which is not great for me. I couldn't even, it would just make me feel sick to even think about drinking coffee, right? I could only put good nourishing food into my system. And so it gave me a reset. And now coming off on the back of that and feeling better again, although I'm still a little bit head coldy, it's still working its way through, is I'm like, oh my God, I feel like my energy's been reset again. I feel excited again. I want to walk my dog on the beach every day again. You know, I feel like that passion and that exhilaration again. And so it's so interesting recording this today because I've had both sides of that equation and I've really felt it. It's been quite extraordinary. And I know that happened for a reason. So I think sometimes, and I'll talk from my own perspective, but also from what I see with my clients, is that sometimes it's harder to trust your intuition in business, especially as your business grows, especially when you employ others. 
especially when you get those more, let's say, more functional roles in your business. So you employ a finance director or an HR director or a CEO, you know, and they say, well, we need to put some structure in and we need to, you know, have these meetings and we need a senior leadership team. We need this, that and the other. And before you know it, it's like the space for that intuitive guidance to come in has been minimized more and more and more. And honestly, I I really want to say this clearly because I've seen it happen so many times. I've seen amazing businesses go off the rails because there's no space for that creativity. There's no space for the intuition anymore. There's no space for that illogical move, that big move, you know, the big leap where you just go, I just know, I just know this is the right thing to do. So we're going to do it. You know, even though you have no idea how it's going to work out, even though there's no data to back you up, you know. So I think for me personally, and this may be because I've been through such massive changes in my personal life, that it's been easier for me to trust my intuition in my personal life than it has in my business of late. But now I feel like I'm coming back into that alignment. And, you know, something happened recently in my personal life where I've kind of manifested a new home and it's just perfect. And it, just came from me having a thought and, you know, having this idea that I might move and then a sequence of events evolving that meant everything fell into place. And I thought, thank you, universe, because it really cemented in me, I just had a thought. That's all it takes. That's all it takes to have your energy aligned behind that thought, behind that desire, behind what you want. And so now coming into today, I'm like, yes, that's how I want to be in my business. I want to walk my dog on the beach. I want to feel free. I want to work with clients who just inspire me every day. You know, I want to do the business that's like, oh my God, I can't wait to do that business. And if it's not that, I don't do it, you know? And even though that sounds counterintuitive, like, what do you mean you're just going to not work with that client or that client? It feels right to me because I know where I'm going and I know where my energy is. And I know ultimately my business grows and expands when I'm in that energetic space. So I want you to, as you listen to this episode, to really, again, just to consider where do I allow my intuition free reign and where do I constrain it? Do I allow myself to take those big leaps? Well, I have no idea how it's going to work out, you know, and also to reflect back on your life and business and say, you know, where have I done that where it actually was amazing and it catapulted me forward in some way that couldn't have happened if I did it logically. We all have those moments in our lives. You may not remember them. You may have dismissed them. You may have told yourself it's just coincidence, but actually if you reflect back, I think you'll see that those things are not coincidence. They are things that you created from a desire, from an idea, from an intuitive download that you created something that ended up being amazing. So I want to finish this episode just by giving you some top tips, some thoughts around, gosh, so what do I do? How do I get into this intuitive zone? You know, how do I access this intuition? If I haven't built the trust yet, how do I access that intuition? And my answer, I guess, is always to start where you start. You know, this is a shift in energy. It's a shift in a way of being. So I want you to reflect. So my number one thing is to reflect and to look back and think, when did I trust myself? When did I make that big leap? When did I make that big decision that ended up being extraordinary? 
Like, how did that happen? When did that happen? Give your brain evidence. Huh. Do you know, I think I'm a bit more intuitive than I give myself credit for. Awesome. Right. Or if you know you're intuitive in some areas of your life, but not others, how do you take that trust and faith and evidence that your intuition is strong and powerful and then apply that to the other area of your life? So I want you to really reflect and to, because I know this is in your life. I know it is. And I know that you allow this probably, you know, you'll probably allow this freer reign in some areas of your life than you do in others. So that's also interesting to reflect on. I want you to be in what I call feminine energy. This is tip two. I want you to be in your feminine rather than your masculine energy. I want you to let go of working all the hours God sends and assuming that the harder you work, the faster your business will grow. It's not true because you will just end up depleted and tired and eating crap food and maybe having a big glass of red wine in the evening. And none of that will help your business. You need to be energized. You need to have integration. You need to be able to play with your kids or have a date with your partner or walk on the beach or whatever it is that energizes and inspires you. You need that in your life. So I want you to play in this more feminine receiving energy. You know, what if the most important thing in your day was to connect and feel into the next pieces? What if that took your business forward faster than any hard work that you could do? Why not play there? I want you to take the time. This is tip number three. I want you to take the time at the beginning of your day to set your day up. And I have said this before, and I will say it ad nauseum. <laughs> I was up at 5 a.m. this morning. I did some exercise. I'm, I'm not working out right now because I want to give my body a chance to recover. But I was moving my body. I was doing some Qigong. I was doing my journaling. And gosh, the difference in my life when I journal and I don't is chalk and cheese. Do I sometimes get too busy to journal? Yes. Is it absolute madness? Yes. So I'm back to my journaling. I'm back to feeling into anything, everything. I'm back to really claiming that sense of power and passion in, in what I do. And, you know, journaling and meditation are two of the most important things you can do, particularly at the start of the day. Tip four is I want you to take time out. You know, that hour on the beach for me just makes me love my life so much. I'm looking outside my office window now and the sun is streaming. It's one of those cold autumn days. And I'm just like, oh my God, I cannot wait to get to the beach and walk my dog and say hi. To, you know, it's so sociable here that when I walk along the beach, I always say hi to people. There's always an exchange. There's always connection. And that really fuels me and fuels my soul. So take time out, do what you love, go to the gym, do the things that really energize you and inspire you and give you energy for your day. And in order to do that, I want you to think about working really targeted hours. This is my last tip. Okay. Sometimes I don't know about you, but I sit at my desk and I faff around and I maybe put a post on social media and then I go and put the washing on. And then before I know, I'm like, oh my God, it's like three hours later and I've barely done a thing, right? So I am really playing at the moment with working in a much more focused and targeted way. Right. I've got a number of clients I want to contact today and to kind of, you know, move things along with. So I'm going to do that for an hour. Then I'm going to take the dog to the beach. I've done an hour. I've like motored through it. Then I'm going to take the dogs to the beach, right? 
no, I'm recording this podcast now and then I'll have a little break and then I'll come back again. And what I'm finding is, you know, and again, you need to find a way that works for your energy. But for most of us, actually I, working in sprints is more effective than trying to like slog through the day, right? So doing an hour, doing an hour and a half and then stopping and doing something else. You know, walk in your garden, sit outside for a bit, watch some TV that makes you laugh or that moves you, you know, not just crap, but stuff that actually fuels your soul. You know, listen to a podcast, you know, go outside, get some fresh air, do a little bit of exercise, you know, and then come back and do another really focused hour. And what I'm finding for me is that allows me to do the hard work bit. So it satisfies my hard work gene. But it also allows lots of space for my intuition to have free reign. And I actually achieve more at the end of the day than trying to work hard all day, which is such a terrible habit because it just closes down that intuitive feel and that intuitive sense. So I want you to know, I want you to really feel and be clear as I finish this episode that intuition is your superpower for all of us. You know, do some of us access that place easier than others? Yes. Do I believe that we can all develop this capability? Absolutely. And that isn't just my gut feel, actually. This is something I've seen for many years, you know, and I've worked with very head-based organizations. You know, I've worked with property companies. I've worked with lawyers. I've worked with, I'm trying to think who else have I worked with that's very head-based, you know, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We are intuitive, creative souls. And we just allow ourselves to have that squashed. You know, our education system squashes that ability. Maybe our parents squashed that ability. Maybe we were told, you know, that we had to work hard, that we had to knuckle down, that we had to, you know, all those all those kind of messages from the past, I, like, thankfully, are disappearing now, right? Where, you know, you don't get something for nothing and it's hard work that pays off and all of those things. What if that wasn't quite right? Yes, you need to put effort in. Yes, you need to focus. Yes, you need to take action. You know, I'm not suggesting you just sit and meditate all day, but I'm suggesting that that is as important as doing the task. Because then when you do your task, you do it from a place of high energy and you do the right things because you do the things that are intuitively guided. And those are the things that will truly, truly maximize your business and help you build a visionary business that changes the world. And why wouldn't we all want to do that? (laughs) So play with your intuition today, really feel into it, really give yourself credit, have gratitude for the places where it's worked in your life. And if you feel like you're at the beginning of this journey, cool, you've got an amazing journey ahead of you. If you feel like you already do this, then where can you maximize? This is true all the way along the journey. I've kind of opened up a possibility if you're at the beginning of this process. I hope that even if you are deeply intuitive, that you're thinking about that balance. And I hope that I've just created a space with this podcast to go, hmm, I am, we are intuitive. Not just I am, but we are. And when we claim that space, We create amazing things in the world. Good luck with it all. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Collective Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective. 